Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's yeah. up, NFL yeah. fans? This is Jeff Hartman, joined by Wesley Coleman for another episode of Opinion or Fact. In case this is your first time listening, this is a show. It's a much shorter form show. We're typically around 12 to 15 minutes in length, where we just give you our opinions and our thoughts on some burning topics around the National Football League. We've covered everything from players not wanting to sign autographs, running backs potentially going on strike, our rookie expectations too high, camp injuries, you name it. We're still rolling out these topics, and today's a good one. Before we get into that, I want to bring in Wesley. What's up, Wesley? How's it going? Man, it's going great. We have uh, – wait, can I say that we have real football? Is it real football? It, it is. Okay, it is. we've got it real is. football. Yeah, I mean, there. sometimes you see a, a penalty flag, and you're like, is this really still football that I'm watching? Uh, but still, <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think it's considered foot, real football. And that is a great lead-in to our topic today, and that is, does preseason success really matter? Now, where did this stem from? A lot of times I like to explain to the listeners, this is on my own podcast as well as these, I like to explain, okay, here is where this came from. And, and for me, as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, someone that covers the team for Fans for Sports Network, the Steel Curtain Network, I am so annoyed with the Baltimore Ravens 24-game winning streak in the preseason. I mean, it, it might be the most overblown streak and the weirdest, oddest streak ever. I wrote this article for Fans for, fans for Sports.com, and it, it kind of made me cringe just writing it. But they they hang their hat on this, man. I mean, they finished the game. They beat the Eagles on Saturday night, 20 to 19. The first tweet from the Orioles feed was 24 in a row with an image of them and the final score. I don't Oriole, know. Orioles or Ravens? I said, did I say Orioles? I you meant Ravens. That's okay. It's the same crappy Baltimore city. It doesn't matter. Okay. So uh, I'll ask you this. Your, your team, the Saints, just beat the defending Super Bowl champions, which you were highly touting uh before the show started so what are your thoughts i want to get your take on preseason success does it matter 
Well, I mean, yeah, it, it, it mattered for the for the Saints. I'm pretty sure that the Chiefs had to leave the Lombardi in New Orleans. <laughs> so I I mean, are we the defending Super Bowl champion right now? I don't I don't know how it works. Um no, I mean I, I'm guessing at this point there's there are important things that you can take out of a preseason game. The final score and who finished with more points, I don't think is important at all. Um it, it, any and um how many I mean, since the 24-game streak started, how many Super Bowls have the Ravens won? I don't know. I mean, oh. I'm trying to think. They used to have four games. Now there's only three. I don't think they well, played well, none, in the Hall of Fame games. Yeah, none. none. I don't know so, when it started. I know they won one with Flacco. I just didn't know if it was good. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was way, way longer ago. Than <laughs> um, so, I mean, and I'm guessing at this point, are we – are we thinking that the Ravens are going into these with like we gotta keep this going because it's gonna be a story when we lose? Like, so are they are they try I get my my kind of coast question is are the Ravens trying to win more than other teams? Are they route? Is this actually becoming a thing where it matters to them? Or is it is it is this accidental? Have they won 24 games in a row by accident? Uh, some preseason games are accidental, I think, where coaches will say, you know, I, I, I don't know how the game ended against Philly. <laughs> Did Sirianni have a chance to just kick a field goal and send it to overtime and said one for two, didn't get it. And so they end up winning 20 to 19. I'm not sure how that, that ended, but I'm sure there's a little bit of that that goes into preseason wins. But to answer your question, I absolutely think that the Ravens go into this saying, let's try and win this game. It's such a John Harbaugh move. And you're an NFC guy. I don't expect you to understand uh, what he is like. He's a definitely a unique individual. So is his brother yeah. at Michigan. <laughs> but his, his brother's having the, <laughs> he's still completing his story at Michigan currently. <laughs> Seriously. So I think that, you know, when you talk about success, well, if we're talking about just wins and losses, then no, I don't think it matters. Like the Ravens win streak, like you said, it has not equated in postseason success or anything like that, or Lamar Jackson somehow remaining healthy uh, throughout a season, none of it. And so, I know that you know our, our favorite teams have just won their first preseason game. I don't think anyone is out there touting like, hey, look at us. We want to know. However, individual player success, I think that does matter. So when you think about the Steelers, Kenny Pickett goes out, has one drive. He goes six of seven, drives them down the field, and primarily throwing the football, caps it off with a 33-yard touchdown to George Pickens. They call it a night, and now Steeler fans are feeling great about themselves and their quarterback and the offense and everything. So in that respect, I do think it matters, but in, in the grand scheme of wins and losses, no. I, I don't think anyone in their right mind outside of Baltimore thinks it matters. Yeah, I think there's probably a case, too. So, I mean, when you're building, trying to build a successful NFL team, you want your all three, like if you have three quarterbacks, you want all three of your quarterbacks to be able to operate in the same scheme just in case there are injuries and all. The Ravens, uh, to be fair, have a scheme that is based on good defense and running the ball, which makes you probably more likely to win a preseason game because uh, you know if you if you have a an offense based around around throwing the ball and you're at that point needing offensive linemen to hold a pocket, a quarterback to not be nervous and keep his feet still, and then a wide receiver to run the correct route and be in the right place. That's a lot harder than I'm going to hand the ball to this guy that's athletic who his whole job is running around people. And then you have success with that. So I'm sure the Ravens are just more likely as a running defense first team um, to have more success. Um, and they have athletic quarterbacks. So if the pocket yep. falls down, they're going to run around the pocket. Like they've had quarterbacks that look and play a lot like Demar Lamar Jackson backing up Lamar Jackson over the years. Right. 
just in general, I think that probably makes it easier to have success in the, in the preseason. So that, that stuff doesn't necessarily surprise me, surprise me. And then I think there's probably some, I mean, I guess we call it luck. It, it doesn't matter. So it's not luck, but there's been luck in making it 24 games in a row as well. Yeah. Um, but, but I would just For say sure. that probably their, their team scheme makes it more likely to win games where less talented players um, are, are playing. It's a good point. And, and I, I got to be honest, I really struggle with any fan that says, ah, preseason's meaningless. Is the outcome meaningless? Yes. And it used to be there was that age old stat, which actually I didn't even know this, but one of our podcasters for our network, he went back and did the math that it used to be if you go winless in the preseason, no one's won the Super Bowl. Well, the Rams went winless and they when they won the Super Bowl a couple years ago. So that uh, that that kind of negated that that whole myth. But still, there's only one team has ever done it. So I've always been that guy that says just win one and then who cares? Just uh, you don't want to be a part of that statistic. But meaningless, like saying it's meaningless. Well, I totally disagree. You talked about you know the quarterbacks, and you talked about the depth, and that's important across the board. And you think about these organizations that are having to make these decisions in a couple weeks about these players that are on the fringe of the fifty-three man roster. Sure, a lot of the players on the ninety-man off-season roster are not going to make it, but still, they have to make some tough decisions. Meaningless for the organizations, for the coaches, and especially the players. No way. Like not meaningless at all. I, I mean, I, yeah, sure. There's a lot of it meaningless for fans and it's not fun to watch all the time, but it's not meaningless. In my opinion. I'm going to say the final score and who won or lost is meaningless. Yeah. And I agree um, with that. The, the, there's obviously some things that you need to see from people. Um, listen, there's injuries every year. And if you don't think that who's the second and third string linebacker, offensive lineman, tight end matters, wait till week 15. Um, those then there's somebody's earning that position by what they did um, in the preseason. So I think there's a lot of things you get on um, uh, on on tape. You also find the the reality of the uh, the rookies that we've already talked about how they get overhyped. Yep. You see them and all of a sudden they disappear and you're like they're playing the third stringers. Why why is my first round draft pick not dominating? Okay. Well, how, well <laughs> here's a question for you. Your Saints just played. Um, how did they handle the first preseason game in terms of starters and and how did they handle that situation? Yeah, so our starters, um, including Derek Carr, all started, and um, the uh, it kind of worked out perfect because we were told that Derek Carr was going to play 12 to 18 snaps. Um, we started off the game with a 12-play 80-yard drive for a touchdown, and Derek Carr went and there sat down. Um, it's the go. perfect. Now, then we brought Jameis Winston in, our backup, to play with the starter, the rest of the starters. He drove down the field for a touchdown as well. He played one more series where we got a, a field goal. Um, so or he played a couple more series. He played the rest of the second half or the first half. So we kept some in and then kind of transitioned the line out because we do need to look at the line and stuff like that. And then we were playing against the Chiefs who started Patrick Mahomes and their starters um, and got them out after uh, – got Patrick Mahomes out after one series, um, the rest of their starters out after after two, and they couldn't score a single point. Yeah, it's, it's great, great to add that. <laughs> well, but it's funny because the Steelers, obviously, they, you know, they played – they're starters outside of the big name guys like Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, TJ Watt, night off. Don't even dress. Like just stand on the sideline, as Sean Payton said in your Gilligan hat. Okay. Like it doesn't yeah. matter. No, okay. no Gilligan. By the way, greatest troll job ever by Garrett Wilson, <laughs> but wearing exactly what Sean Payton said he was not allowed his players to wear. <laughs> it is pretty funny. But, anyways, uh, so for me, I I look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, it's the, the team the Steelers beat in week one. 
they've rested everyone except Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield started. He played two or three drives, I think, until they capped one off with the touchdown. Then he left the game and Kyle Trask took over. But it's a situation where, you know, again, what is the overarching question here? It does the, is preseason success really matter? Uh, I think it depends on the team as well in terms of how they're handling these starters. Like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers resting like 19 players, I think, is what they rested. That's a lot. And so they they are obviously Todd Bowles in, in Tampa is clearly saying it doesn't matter that much because, well, I don't even have a lot of my guys ready and, and, and out there on the field. Yeah, and I mean, I think that there's certain teams too. I mean, we'll, we'll use the the another NFC South team, the Panthers, for example. I think that the preseason kind of mattered to them to see how Bryce Young looked, to see how does our number one overall pick look. going to get killed. <laughs> he, I, I've been saying this since he was coming. I was like, this guy's too small. He's going to take hits, and it's a different game. Like I, well, The offensive he, line's got to block for him. He's too. going to get killed. Um, but then also, I'll just say too, we were talking about the Saints. So the Saints the next two weeks are practicing, doing team practices with both the Chargers and the Texans. So their next two preseason games, we're not expecting starters to touch the field because they're going to be doing team right. scrimmages basically set up by the teams. So, I mean, there's, there's going to be differences. I guess it depends on how you set up your entire training camp. Um, this is the first time I know of the Saints doing this with two different teams. Normally we do one per training camp, yeah. um, but we're doing this two weeks in a row. Um, and so I, I think it just kind of matters where the team's at. I think rookie high-drafted top three draft pick quarterback, you want to see something something decent out of them. Um, and you definitely want to see your offensive line be able to protect them when you're uh, yeah. when your quarterback's five foot eleven. That's generous. That's pounds. really generous. <laughs> five foot eleven is really generous. All right, let's put a bow on this. What are your final thoughts on the preseason success? Should fans even should fans even really care? No, they shouldn't. They will. And I think there's probably going to be just some ridiculous, probably small narrative that comes out when the Ravens do eventually lose a game um it's gonna be overblown like I mean again what is it what does it matter maybe maybe they'll uh, actually win a playoff game if they will lose a preseason game I think I think they would trade that I'll, I'll be ready to write that article when they do because I'm just so annoyed with the stupid streak I just can't wait for it to happen but that's just my Pittsburgh Steelers bias it does matter success does matter wins and losses like you said it does not whoever comes out on top on the scoreboard does not but for individual players yeah, I, I think it absolutely does matter. I think that there's constantly a team locker room culture where it doesn't matter if you're supporting the third string from the sideline, the team trying to win and having success and celebrating good moments matters. It makes everything, whether it's small victories in practice or actually on a, a nationally televised preseason game, it's a culture that you're creating that you want to compete and you want to win. Sure, that stuff matters. But when it comes down to it, um, you, you could lose every preseason game and you can win a Super Bowl. That's true. That is true. All right, folks, that does it for us on this episode of Opinion or Fact. Make sure you check us out on our next show where we're going to be talking about our modern NFL players soft. That's right. We said it. We're going to debate it on the next show. For Wesley, I'm Jeff. Take it easy, everyone. We'll see you next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah.